Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for tuning in to the voice of the preacher this morning. I'm Apostle Barbara Bolden. I pastor the Anointed Church of the Living God. So glad to have you join us on this great day that the Lord has made. For truly it is a great and a wonderful day, a day we've never seen before. But by the goodness and grace of God, he touched us with the finger of love this morning and allowed us to open our eyes to a brand new day restored and renewed vibrant amen in the lord so i just thank god for you today for tuning in on i pray that you're having a great first day of the week i say it all the time and i mean it with all my heart david said it in psalms 34 verses 1 2 and 3 i will bless the lord at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth my soul shall make her boast in the lord the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Come on, people of God, this morning, put your hands together and magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. Let's lift him up. Let's make him bigger and bigger and bigger. Glory to God in our lives until he consumes our whole life. Glory to God. Until our life, our very being, our very person is premated, is penetrated. Amen. With the goodness of God and his love. And I just thank and I praise him on today. And I know you do too. He didn't have to do it. But I'm so glad that he did. What did he do? Sent his only begotten son to die for our sins. And so much was done when Jesus said, it is finished. Everything, in a nutshell now, everything that was working against mankind was turned in favor of mankind. Couldn't nobody do it but him. And I just thank and I praise God. I praise God and I thank him for the shed blood of Jesus Christ. I praise the Lord for giving his life for somebody like me. Like you, when we were yet sinners, he died for us. I won't forget it. I won't forget it. I refuse to forget it. Sometimes a lot of people, they forget where the Lord bought them from. He bought them from a bad place, bought them a mighty long way. And then when they start doing good again, they forget how far he's bought them from. But we sing a song, Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Jesus, I'll never forget. No, never. And I won't ever forget. And it's up to each and every one of us to remember personally and to make it personal, to remember just how far he bought us and to remember and not forget what he bought us out of. Glory to God. So I think and I praise God. Amen. You know, we have a great capacity to remember things. And we also, being human, we have a great capacity to forget things. And that's why Jesus said, remember, he uh, gave the ordinance of the Holy Communion, the Lord's Supper, to remember, remember, amen, to do that, to do it in remembrance of him. Why? Because he knew we would forget. He knew we would forget if we didn't do something to remind us and have a reminder of what he did for us and what it cost him for us to be here. Some people live their lives as if their life is their own. But Paul said, I was bought with a price. I am not my own. I want you to know this morning, I am not my own. Go on and tell somebody listening with you on today that I am not my own and you are not your own. We've been bought with a price. We've been purchased, amen, with a high price, 
the blood of Jesus. And he gave his life that we could live. Amen. That we could live and not die and have everlasting life. Boy, that just makes me so happy. Amen. On today, glory to God. Let's look to the Lord in prayer this morning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come humbly with our heads bowed toward Mother Earth and our voice lifted to heaven. We come thanking and praising you, Lord, because you're good and you're worthy of all praise. If we had 10,000 tongues, we couldn't praise you enough. But Father God, we purpose in our heart to give you all the glory and all the praise as best we can in these bodies made of dust. Father God, we thank and praise you that you woke us up on today and gave us a reasonable portion of health and strength. And though things aren't as good as they used to be health-wise, body-wise, we age daily, but we thank and praise you, Lord, for a reasonable portion of health and strength and yet being in the land of the living. We praise you, O oh God, for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank and praise you for the Holy Spirit, for you in us, Father God, we thank you for the angels that watch over us by your assignment to keep us and to watch over our going out and coming in and even to bear us up in their hands lest we dash our foot against the stone. We thank you, O oh God. We just thank and praise you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for our loved ones, yet being in the land of the living, saved and unsaved. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Father, we just want to be thankful on today. We realized that when we got up this morning, we got up out of a bed. Amen. We got up. We could make the temperature warm or we could make it as cool as we want it to be. But there are many, many that we don't even know of that we hear about on the news that slept under bridges and that they don't have a roof over their head. Nor are they able to eat the things that they want to or make a decision from a refrigerator full of food or cabinets overflowing. Father God, we pray that you bless them on today. We pray, Father God, that you, Almighty God, we know you are our sustainer and our provider. But we pray, Lord, this morning... For the homeless, Lord, we pray for those in shelters. We pray for those, Father God, that uh, have been lost their homes, Lord. We just pray, Father God, and lift them up to you. We lift hurting humanity up to you on today. And though things may not be as well as we would like them to be in our life, when we just look around, we realize how blessed, how blessed we are, that you truly sustain us and that you truly keep us, that you truly watch over us. And Lord, we want to say thank you this morning. We thank and praise you, Almighty God. We praise you because you're worthy to be praised. Father God, I'm praying yet for the bereaved family, for those who've lost loved ones who are yet in the valley of death and shadow with grief, oh God, asking that you will touch them as only you can. Only you can do it, Lord, but you've been there and you've done that. So we just ask that you will embrace them in your arms, Lord. Cover them, Father God, and comfort them as only you can. Ease that troubled mind and that troubled spirit. Give them peace, Father, as only you can. In Jesus' name, those, Father God, that are suffering in their bodies from, from spirits of infirmities, we know that we can bind those infirmities and cast them out. And I speak that word on today, Father God, that in the name of Jesus, I bind and plead the blood of Jesus against all spirits of infirmities that are attacking, that are attacking the listeners on today, attacking your people. God, I bind them, I cast them out in Jesus' name. And I pray, Father God, for the manifestation of the healing, the healing that Jesus provided on Calvary. I pray for that healing to be manifested in the body of those who are reaching out to you, Father God, and looking up to you for healing, Father God. I thank you, and I know you can. I know you're able. I know, 
that it is done, Father God. I know it's done because Jesus completed it in Matthew 8 and 17 since he took our infirmities. He took our sicknesses and diseases upon his body and carried them far from us. And with his stripes, we were healed. That was part of his. It is finished on Calvary. We were healed. It's a done deal now, Lord. We accept and wait for and we pray for that manifestation to show up right now in the body of those who's calling for it. For those on our prayer list, Father God, we lift them up to you, every one of them, Father God. And we pray and we wait and we trust and we look for the mighty miracle that only you can give. We look for that healing that's already been provided. We accept it and we thank you for that manifestation. And we ask right early and trust that it is done. Your kingdom come. Your kingdom come. And we your kingdom come, Father God, and your will be done. And we realize that your kingdom comes when healing goes forth. We realize your healing, your kingdom comes when healing goes forth. Your kingdom comes when miracle go forth. Your kingdom comes when deliverance goes forth within the earth realm at our request. That's why it's so important for us to pray. So we pray these prayers on today and bring the kingdom of heaven down to us because we realize that there are no tears in heaven. There is no pain in heaven. There is no rheumatoid arthritis in heaven. There is no asthma in heaven. There is no shortness of breath and coronavirus in heaven. There is no sickness and disease in heaven. So, Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Father God, that as we ask and as we believe and as we trust, we know that it's done. You said ask, amen, and you shall receive. So, Father, we ask it and we believe it, and therefore we receive the manifestation of your word right now in Jesus' name. Praying, Father God, that the word will go out over the airways and that you will continue to bless Paul Tinkle, continue to bless Diane Tinkle, their children, their family, their home, and all the work here at the radio station. Father, we plead your blessing all over the land and country, praying that you will continue to lead and guide those, amen, that make the rules descended from the president on down, Father God of government. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray this morning that you will touch the hearts of the backsliders and that they'll come back to you. God, open their eyes, let them have an eye open and experience that one day they've got to die and can't live. And that's not the thing, but the thing is what happens after death, the judgment. Let them know that they've got a hell to shun and a heaven to gain, Father God, and bring them back in as only you can, Father. I pray that the eyes and the scales of sin will fall from the eyes of the sinners, oh God, who are blinded by the enemy, who's blinded by the God of this world, and that they will see their need for salvation. Touch hearts and minds as only you can by your word, Lord. <clears throat> it's not by might or power, but by your Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit fill Union City, Tennessee. From the four corners of Union City, let the Holy Spirit rule and reign and breathe upon your people, upon Obine County, and upon, amen, upon the world, upon the body of Christ as a whole. Send revival, God, send renewal, and only you can do it. So that's why we're asking this one this morning, and we're thanking you for it. We're thanking and we're ready to shout about it because we know that what we ask, that, that we have for you said, Father God, your word says in John 15 and 7, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you can ask what you will, and it'll be done for you, Father God. I'm asking, and I know there are other believers, amen, that don't just tote their Bibles and blow dust off their Bibles on Sunday, but they read their Bibles and store your word in their heart, oh God. So, Father God, we're thanking you for these blessings and every blessing when we've done all that we can do in this place, when we have indeed finished our assignment here, Father God. We pray 
to stand before you and hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. That is our prayer. It's our goal and our aim. In Jesus' name, we say thank you. Amen and amen. And that's how we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen on today. I thank you once again. Amen. I know you prayed that prayer. Glory to God with me this morning. So therefore, I know that it's done. I know it's done in the name of Jesus Christ. And I thank you for it. Amen. For it's done. We prayed and we came into agreement and where two or three agree is touching anything upon the earth. Jesus said it would be done. You don't believe it. Read Matthew chapter 18. Read chapter 18 and verses 19 and 20 and see if that's not exactly what it says in the mighty name of Jesus. So we thank him and go on and shout the victory right, right now and tell somebody it's a done deal. Tell them it's done. Stick a fork in it. Glory to God. Amen. It's done in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. This morning, I want you to look at a scripture. And so I want you to also uh, uh, look at a word. I was looking at this word, glory to God, because as I was reading the scriptures that I'll give to you, and I don't have a lot of them. As a matter of fact, I have two. The first scripture is Second uh, Kings uh, chapter five and verse 11. OK, let's read Second Kings, Second Kings chapter five. Verse 11, and it says, But Naaman became furious and went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, He will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord, his God, and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. Okay? All right. Disappointed. Amen. Disappointed. Glory to God. Amen. Disappointed. Don't be disappointed. Amen. Don't be disappointed this morning. Yet continue to praise God. All right. That's the word we're looking at on today. And I'm telling you this morning, don't be disappointed. Don't be busted and disgusted. Glory to God. Don't be defeated. Amen. By the things that you're having to deal with on today. You know, each day, each week is just being human. Some things come. Amen. That can cause discouragement. Things come. Amen. That can bring disappointment into our life. But I realized as I was reading this, I looked up the word disappointment and it means defeated of expectation. Defeated of hope, defeated of desire or design. It can mean frustrated, glory to God, because you're dealing with something that there isn't anything that you can do about it. You know, sometimes you get frustrated. Sometimes you may be working on a project or you may be working on a car, working on a lawnmower, weed eater or whatever. You may be doing something, amen, that you felt like you could handle. But the farther you get into it, you realize that what you're doing, that your knowledge is limited and you can't get it fixed. So therefore you try this and you try that and you end up being frustrated and then you end up being uh, disappointed uh, in that which you use, uh, what you use and what you expected, you become disappointed. Uh, it says disappointed is also sad or displeased because someone or something has failed to fulfill your hopes or your expectations. Are you dealing with a good case of disappointment this morning? Then don't be disappointed. Continue, amen, to trust God. Go on and tell somebody, don't be disappointed. Amen. Trust God. Trust God and believe. Glory to God. So as we look at this scripture in 2 Kings 5 and 11, of course, it's, it's about Naaman. Naaman was the captain over the king's army. Glory to God. And Naaman had leprosy. Naaman had wealth. Naaman had prestige. 
But Naaman also had, Naaman had authority, great authority, glory to God. He had a lot of things that I'm sure he had a good life uh, because of who he was and what he did and where he was. And Naaman, amen, he didn't know God. He didn't know the God of our salvation. He didn't know the God of Israel, but he had, amen, with all of that prestige, with all of that money, with all of his riches, with all of that authority that was given this side of heaven to him, uh, glory to God, by the king, Naaman still had leprosy. He had leprosy. He had an incurable disease, glory to God, and he would have given probably everything that he had, any riches that he had, he would have given it to be rid of that disease, but there was no cure for it, glory to God. And a little servant girl uh, speaks of Elijah, the man of God, and knowing that the man of God, amen, could pray to God and that God, amen, would heal him. And she dropped that word while she was in captivity. So glory to God, Naaman then goes to Elijah and he's looking for Elijah to heal him. And right here in the 11th verse, Naaman is showing his disappointment in the fact, glory to God, in the fact that he didn't do what he expected. What do we say disappointment is? It's, it's uh, uh, being displeased or sad because someone or something has failed to fulfill your hopes or your expectations. So what was Naaman? Naaman was disappointed in the man of God who represented God. He was disappointed. Why? Because Elijah didn't fulfill his expectations. Let me tell you something this morning. There's a great difference between your expectations and God's expectations. There's a lot of difference between your will for your life and God's will for your life. And sometimes trials, tests come, glory to God, just to show us, amen, and to strengthen us in areas where we are weak, glory to God. And here Naaman is sitting on his high hearts, glory to God. Yes, he is. And Elijah didn't even come out. He stood before his door. He sent his servant out and told him, go dip in Jordan seven times and he'll be healed. And right here, Naaman became furious. Y'all look at that word furious. He was very, very, very angry. He was mad. He was so mad he could feel anger from the top of his head to the crown of his, to the sole of his feet. From the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. Have you ever been that angry? Have you ever been that mad at something or someone to where you were just filled with anger? You were furious. You were just filled with rage. Well, Naaman was just like that. Why? Because that that he hoped and seemed to have been cut off from him. Now, he still was going to be healed. He told him what to do, but he expected him to come out and his expectation was cut short. So now we see him being angry, very angry. And we know today, glory to God, that anger, of course, it is an emotion, but it's a cover up emotion. Sometimes you need to stop and ask yourself, why am I mad? Why am I angry? We'll ask another person. We'll say, what's wrong with you? Why are you mad? What's going on with you? We need to ask ourselves why we respond in anger, why we get angry, glory to God, at certain things at certain times. What you mad for? I don't know. It's the way he said it. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. So you're disappointed because, amen, things didn't work out the way you wanted them to. The person didn't respond to your need the way you thought they should have. So now you feel with anger when you should be filled with humility. Glory to God. With humility. Glory to God. Naaman was angry and he went away and said, this is 2 Kings 5 and 11. 
Indeed, I said to myself, see, all that anger came from him saying to himself because he already had the situation worked out. He expected something to be one way. And when he got there, God had it go another way. Glory to God. Don't you know, glory to God, that sometimes the Lord will place things in your path. He'll place things on your path, on the way that you're going. Sometimes he'll put a wall. Sometimes he'll make a roadblock. Amen. Sometimes it's a big detour sign simply to turn you around. Amen. In your thinking, to turn you around, glory to God, so that you will go in a different direction rather than the way you're supposed to go. Amen. Naaman, glory to God, he was disappointed. He was angry because the man didn't stand and call on God. He didn't come out. He didn't wave his hands over. He didn't lift his hands in the air. He didn't wave his hands over him. He didn't take and cover the spot of leprosy with his hand, glory to God. He stayed right where he was. He stayed right in the house, and Naaman was mad. You know, sometimes people feel like, amen, that a lot, he wanted that attention. He wanted the loud praying. He wanted the loud crying out. And remember, he didn't know God. So a lot of times, the God he served, glory to God, that idol God, amen, that he served. And and, and those priests, they did a whole lot of things. Remember how the priests of, uh, of Jezebel jumped up and down and cut themselves trying to bring fire from heaven and began to uh, show uh, lead blood. He was expecting some great big show, but he didn't get that glory to God. You know, God answers. God doesn't always answer in a loud voice. Remember, he spoke to Elijah in a soft voice in the cave. Glory to God. God doesn't have to have the thunder and the lightning. Glory to God. He doesn't have to have the wind and the waves to answer your prayers. Praise God. Amen. We need to listen. And I feel today that we need to listen closely for the voice of God. We need to listen closely. Amen. For the word of God. Glory to God. Naaman was mad and he was so filled. Amen. With anger and that anger covered up the disappointment that he was feeling because he didn't answer. He didn't do what he expected he would do. Glory to God. But thank God for wisdom. Thank God that there was someone on board that when uh, Naaman left filled with anger and he left full of disappointment, but he didn't want his men to see his feelings was hurt. He didn't want them to see glory to God that he was disappointed. So he did what most of us do. He do what a lot of people, he did what a lot of people do. He got, he got mad. Amen. He got mad instead of showing his hurt, instead of voicing, amen, his hurt, his disappointment. He let it turn to anger glory to God, but he still said it. He still said it. Whether they saw it or not, glory to God, he still said it. I see it this morning. I want you to see it this morning, glory to God, in your most disappointed time. Now, I'm saying this because the people of God are going through things and the people of God are not exempt from trials, tests, and tribulations. As a matter of fact, we're going to have them. Jesus said we would, but it's not that we have them. It's how we handle how we have them, glory to God. We, it's how we handle it, glory to God. Naaman still has someone there full of wisdom that spoke to him and brought him to his senses and told him if he told you something hard to do, would you not have done it? I mean, you, I mean, he didn't say it like that. He had to say it in a respectful way, glory to God. But that opened his mind and he went on down. They said he went down. He went down from the high place in his mind, which is a place of pride, you know, thinking because of who he is, he ought to do this, this way and that, that way. God know who you are and he know what it takes to put you in the position that he wants you in. And that's a humble position. Pride, die hard. Glory to God. It says Naaman went down and dipped into it. And when he came up, he was made perfectly whole. Glory to God. Sometimes God will put a wall 
in your way, a roadblock, something that you have to, glory to God, you can't get over it, you can't get around it, amen, sometimes he does that to turn you around so you can go in the direction he intends for you to go, amen, so we thank God that God touched and God indeed healed name and glory to God and he was made whole once he followed the instructions of the man of God, obedience is better than sacrifice, maybe, glory to God, maybe, amen, God wants to take us, amen, to another level of obedience to another level, amen, of knowing him. Look at what David said. This is the second scripture, Psalms 42 and 11. David was going through some stuff and he said, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. David spoke. He was speaking to himself with what he was going through. And maybe you need to speak to yourself on today and ask yourself, why are you cast down, oh, my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Okay, because Naaman reacted the way he did. They couldn't see uh, the disappointment that he felt on the inside. Now, David, tell somebody it's a soul thing. It's a soul thing. Things go deeper than the surface. It's a soul thing. Glory to God. It's a soul thing. Glory to God. When the uh, enemy speaks, amen through the doctors and they give you a diagnosis, a man that's not favorable when the enemy speak through the ultrasounds or through the gas scans, glory to God. And sometimes reasoning, uh, just, just a flee you glory to God and what the doctors say. But I tell you what, it isn't, they don't have the final word. It's what God says. Amen. Go and tell somebody it's what God say. God has the final word. Glory to God. And I believe God, I believe God. You believe God. Amen. David was speaking, amen. And encouraging himself in Psalms 42 and 11, and he was speaking to his soul. He was going deeper, glory to God, than his heart. You know, some things are deeper than a mind thing. Some things are deeper, amen, than a soul thing, than a, than a heart thing. It's a soul thing, and the depth of it, glory to God, reach right down in your soul. You know, as men and women of God, we've got this thing, glory to God, when something comes, we'll say all the right things, amen. It'll come out of our mouth. I believe God. I trust God. I have faith in God, but at night, we'll lay and grasp our pillar. We'll cry when we're in prayer. We'll cry out, amen, from the bottom of our pain, from our anguish, from my mind, not really understanding. We'll cry, Lord, why? Why, Lord, why? Why I'm doing all I can to serve you? Why, Lord, why do I have to deal with this? Glory to God. Somebody, amen, know what I'm talking about on today. No, when you're talking to me, when you're talking to people, amen, it's all good, glory to God. But woe in the meat night hour in the darkest part of the night in the darkest part of your soul that anguish glory to God it'll come out amen I want you to bind a spirit of disappointment on today I want you to cast that thing out in the name of Jesus and do amen as David did amen ask yourself why should my soul be sad when I can pray and I can cry out my sorrows to you Lord why should my soul be cast down and gloomy when I can hope in you and hope for your favor hope for your grace hope for your mercy my hope is in you Lord glory to God and regardless as to what the doctors may say I declare it I decree it in Jesus name I shall live and not die and proclaim the works of God I shall 
bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually in my be in my mouth. My soul will continue to make her boast in the Lord. So why are you cast down on my soul? I bind those spirits of oppression and depression that may be attacking you this morning right there in your home, in your car, wherever you are. I cast them out in the name of Jesus Christ. I command them to go. Amen. Go on and tell them to go. Get off you in the name of Jesus. Cast them out, glory to God, and put on the garment of praise and begin right now to praise and thank God for what he has already done. Glory to God. He loves you and he cares for you and he understands our wise glory to God. He understands our moments, amen, and places of disappointment. God understands you. He knows you and it's only human. But I tell you what, when he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, that's exactly what he meant. So whatever you're going through this morning, be encouraged, amen, and say it like I do. Sometimes I say, David's God is my God. Amen. I say, Elijah's God is my God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is my God. He has not changed the same God, amen, that parted the Red Sea, amen, for Moses and the children in Israel. He is still yet the God that Jesus made it possible for me to boldly come before his throne of grace and cry, Abba, Father, my God, amen, my God is God, and I will praise him to the utmost. You need to declare that right now, glory to God, amen, that God, he is God, and let God be God and continue to hope, to trust, to believe, amen, to lean, rely, and to depend on him because he can do anything but fail. And he's with you no matter what you're going through this morning, dear hearts, regardless as to what it is. God is with you every step of the way. Every step of the way he's with you. If you're in it and he's in you, he's in it. Amen. He's in it. Glory to God. So he'll never leave you. Every step of the way, the Lord is with you. Glory to God. Reach up and reach out. Glory to God. And speak to your deepest, the deepest part of your being. Speak to your soul and say, why are you cast out? I cast out that spirit in Jesus name and be filled with joy. Be filled with peace. Be filled with love. Be filled. Amen. With the Holy Ghost and rejoice. I say again, rejoice in the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. And amen. Don't be disappointed. Amen. Don't be disappointed. Glory to God. Continue to trust and hope in Jesus. That's the word of God on today. God bless you from the voice of the preacher and 104.9 KYTN. Amen. And Apostle Barbara Bolden, pastor of the Anointed Church of the Living God. Saying, I love you, and God loves you too. Have a great week in Jesus. Don't be disappointed. Rejoice.